Hello everyone, Carter here with another episode of Out of the Hourglass presented by Nolan Consulting Group. Today's episode features the Nolan Painting Field Supervisor at Operations, Connell Moraney, and we discuss easing back into the field with the workforce, dealing with some customer concerns, the restructuring of teams, changing up territories, and reforecasting for the rest of 2020. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to rate and subscribe. Enjoy the show! Okay, welcome back, Connell. Great to have you on the podcast again. How are you today? Not bad at all, Carter. How are you? I'm pretty good. You know, we're uh, moving our way through COVID-19, plowing through. You know, things are starting to open back up again. The new norm's coming. So, Connell, now that you guys are getting back into the swing of things, kind of getting, as what they call in Pennsylvania, the yellow zone, Mm -hmm. um, we just want to get an update from you on how everything's going. So, my first question for you is, uh, can you talk to me a little bit about getting people back to work since May? I'm sure there's been some excitement about getting back to work. So obviously there are challenges that come along with that. So yeah. what, what so, are some of the main challenges you feel like you're running into? Well, so the first thing that we, we had was uh, when we came back, we didn't, we didn't know what it was going to look like. So we arrived back to work and we came back in, a, in small waves because we weren't sure how our customers were going to react to us being at their home. Uh, would they schedule us? Would they allow us to come in? Would they allow us to come back? And uh, so it was like looking into a crystal ball. It was kind of unknown for us until we got back. So we came back in the first wave uh, and got those guys started with smaller crews, naturally. And we were primarily kind of mostly outside on exteriors. And that week, those first couple of weeks, we were testing the waters. And then we started coming back heavier. And then we realized, we were pleasantly surprised, actually, uh, you know, because we realized we had a lot of work. But like you said earlier, we were coming back, we were coming in baby steps because we didn't want to come back huge and then have to step back again. So right. we wanted to test that water right. and see what it was like. So that's one of the things, um, you know, making sure that the crews understood how to react at a customer's home, how to conduct themselves, mm-hmm. because they're inside and out, mostly outside at this stage. Um, ordering materials, you know, we were so used to, for example, just driving to the paint store, but not every paint store was allowing that. Um, even the simple thing of a paint match, you know, you had to drop it off. You had to wait out in the curb because it was curbside only. Um, traveling in different vehicles to the job site, staggering the starts. So, you know, if it was one guy would come at 7.30, maybe the other guy would be 7.40, 7.50. You know, the same with leaving. And so you guys also had to, at one point, you had a total of zero feet on the street, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. So bringing people back into the swing of things and communicating that, yes. uh, was that was that a smooth transition you felt like everybody uh, came back ready? They, they were eager to come back. Whether they came back ready or not, I'm not sure. But they were <laughs> definitely eager to come back. Everybody was like, nearly most of the employees that we called to say we're 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 ready to go again. We're like so excited and so happy. And so, you know, we reached out to them. We talked to them about what that looks like. Uh, their field managers were in constant contact with them. You know, try not to come to our shop because a lot of our guys were used to just congregating at the shop and then going on to the job. You know, don't do that. You know, go straight to the job and, and get into these staggered habits. Um, but they were, they were excited. There was no doubt about it. Excellent. Yeah. So now with, 
uh, coronavirus, you know, we've we've seen a drop in, in cases and sort of a flattening of the curve, but it certainly has not been wiped off the face no. of the earth. So I would imagine every customer has a different comfort level when mm-hmm. it comes to conducting business with you or with, with any other yeah. uh, estimator or anything like that or with painters on the team. So... How do you, have you guys approached that, uh, kind of respecting the customer's personal, and, and how do you feel like, what are some tips you use to gauge uh, what a customer's comfort level might be with you? So that's a good question. It, it started actually with the client advocates up front, like the, the, the front office would schedule the jobs. So they were the first person to contact the customer after we were allowed to come back. And they were almost like detectives. They were asking the right questions. You know, our... Are you okay with the guys using your facilities? Um, you know, they, they told the customers about the training that we did. They told them that the guys would have water, wash stations. They told them that they would have masks, which we did. Um, so there's, there you have the, the scheduling and the, as I say, the client advocates up front telling the customer this is what it's going to look like. So then, you know, you've got to walk the walk. You've got to make sure that it's happening. And so we told them that most of our clients, believe it or not, were like, yeah, sure, you know. And then you would, see, you, you would hear some hesitations. And when you did, those clients we, we knew then were still a little bit weary. And it's, uh, we also respected a lot of the elderly, you know, because there was a, supposedly a spike there that could, you know, could be dangerous. So what we did was we ordered porta pots. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made sure that the guys understood Please make sure you're wearing a mask at all times. Don't 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 step away from it. And in actual fact, funny to say that uh, yesterday I got a phone call from a customer that actually complained that loved the job, the work was great, but he was a little bit nervous because a couple of times he saw the guys walking around outside without their mask, mm-hmm. and they were they they met at the shop at one stage at the back of the at the house where they had everything set up and he said nobody was wearing a mask so guess what they were they were more than six feet apart um but again it's been watched yeah and so we apologized and we called the two guys and we said you know you guys have to be wearing masks you have to yeah you exactly. have to walk that walk what else do we see we set up our wash stations um as i said porta potties we used we, we, we were, for the interiors, we were able to use side entrances okay. of homes. So right. I was just at a house this morning where the customer's at the front of the house. I, I went up and knocked at the front door and nobody answered. And so I called the painters and they said, no, come around the back. Uh, we're entering from the back and, and this house is set up this way. And true enough, they had the whole back of the house. So, so, in, so in general, you get familiar with their comfort level yes. before you even show up to the house. Yes. Because they've called you and the client advocate from Nolan Painting yeah. will say, yeah. hey, I, I'm okay with this. I'm not okay with yeah. this. Um, which is really something that is, is where I think this is headed is personal comfort levels. Personal comfort levels. Um, there's not going to be... I mean, there will be recommendations and guidelines and reg- and some regulations, but... I think most of it will turn out will end up being what someone is comfortable with, yes. and what and what you know that goes for the customer. That yeah. also goes for the people working. Yeah. Um, that also goes for you guys having people coming in and out of yeah. the office and the shop. You know, well, we don't. You know, we want to make sure people are taking some precautions while they're. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have to follow. So, but I, as I said earlier, I think it begins with the, when when we start to schedule those jobs. Yeah. You know, that's that's when you get to know 
right off the bat what, what, what that client's going to be like. So for those not aware, um, Nolan Painting's employee field travels in teams. So each team has their own radius where they take jobs, and it's worked really well in the past, but I'm curious to learn if any adjustments to the teams and perhaps the territory that each, uh, each team covers has been made. Is that... Change yeah, so the, yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. So there was, um, there was, there was op- definitely opportunity to tweak what what we already had started. So there was guys that were out of territory. We we dissolved a couple of crews. So coming back, Carter, we came back with four main crews, plus our carpenters, right? And that's how we that's how we approached this. So we dissolved basically two other crews, um, three actually, in fact. Two of them were um, new field managers, uh, which we were trying to see would it work, and quite frankly, it wasn't really working. One wasn't. The other one was it was a city-based crew. But However, the CDC rules in the city for like high-rise apartments and all this, like these large condos, expensive condos, it's, it's crazy. And so finding your niche, like what's going to work for you now, uh, the city probably isn't that right now. You know, yeah. we we got three million dollars worth of work on the board, and a lot of it's exterior homes, and it's out around the suburbs, and it's a way out in different areas. We're better chasing that right now because it's we know it. We know what it's going to be like. Um, it's easier to manage in a CDC situation, and it's easier to make those customers comfortable. When you're in a condo setting where there's multiple multiple customers using elevators. They're in, in the hallways. We knew it was going to be a nightmare. So that crew got dissolved because of that. And as someone who is uh, an expert in protecting the brand such <laughs> as you are, you know that when you have your name and your logo all yeah. around buildings like that, you know that's just even more exposure and more visibility yeah. that you have to be aware of yeah. from a brand perspective of protecting yourself. It, it is, and it, and it can get that exposure can be negative very quickly. Yeah, you especially know, now. Now. So... Um, but we did. We changed the crews. We, 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 as I said, dissolved. And then we bolstered other crews and we, we put guys in, in the right territories. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be working. We did actually hire a, one more field manager, even though we did dissolve two crews that had field managers. Uh, we had a, um, one guy that we're trying out right now mm-hmm. as a field manager. And um, so that's working. Um, other than that, uh, you know, it was a time to hit the reset button. Um, it was a time to look at the habits. Uh, it was a time to be very efficient with your time on the jobs and get the guys, you know, to button, like, look down at the job, look at the job and see what's my most efficient way of doing this that I can make the most of my time. Because we did stress to everybody coming back that, you know, we're coming back with the, with the, uh, the, the elite team, like the, the A team. This is, this is the... Right. You know, this is the special team, special forces that we're coming in with. And so we wanted them all to have that mindset, you know. Um, that's pretty much how that went down. So when it comes to, um, you know, navigating the areas that certain people go to, was there any term, uh, any sort of narrowing that down in terms of yeah, maybe well, people used to travel a larger distance and, and have more contact with people? have larger teams. Yeah. Um, so you guys had to, I imagine, narrow down who certain employees are spending their time with on the job. Yes. We, so yeah. we, we were very 
it's it's easy to do actually. Just look at who they are, where what areas they're coming from, yeah. what makes most sense for them. Yeah. And and again, it was small crews, you know. So uh, as we made these adjustments, we weren't putting ten guys on one job. You know, we were being very careful of how we set those crews up. Yeah. Uh, in the scheduling process. All right. So let's talk about some numbers. I know the Nolan Painting Management Team. Uh, tracks and discusses all the critical key indicators on a weekly or maybe even a daily basis mm-hmm. probably at this point. Yep. Um, so feet on the street, revenue per hour, inbound leads, uh, ton- tons of other metrics. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious if you've seen any bounce back in those metrics after returning to work. So funny you, you asked that. So when we come back, like uh, we weren't sure, you know, weren't sure how this was all going to go down. Yeah. And... Would you know? Would the phone start ringing again? Granted, we did have a backlog, but what is what did it look like? You know, if the phone didn't ring, we would chew through our backlog pretty quick. And so uh, we used the month of May as a as like a test. So we set a number um, relatively to what relative to what we had hired back in the beginning, and it wasn't a great. It wasn't. It was a test. Let me put it that way. And we we surpassed it, the number. And, and so we realized we were closer to a million dollars than we were to the number that we had actually picked. And, we, and the phone had been, we were pleasantly surprised. The phone just kept ringing. Right. And it rang and rang. Uh, the leads were huge. Like, I mean, we were getting really big leads. Uh, customers were, were almost like demanding, when are you coming? Yeah. Uh, the weather was nice. And so after May was over, we realized we need to build the playbook for the next for the rest of the year. The game is on. Right. Basically. So so what does that look like looking ahead? I mean, in terms of bringing more painters on, expanding your teams, are, th- are there plans in place for that? Or yes, you guys- we're, we're just at the at the last end of it. So what we did was we looked at our teams and some of them are, are bigger than others. Uh-huh. So we we give them um, a quota, we give them feet on the street numbers, and it's our job to fulfill that now, fulfill the feet on the street, because we have the work. And when you have the work, you need to get the people. Yeah. You know, so you need to get your people in and get get the, get these teams staffed so they can hit the numbers. We actually started um, introducing PFP back into the field again. You know, pay, for, for, pay, pay, pay for, for performance. performance for those, yeah. Yeah, that bonus. Right. Um, because at the end of the day, it's metrics, it's, it's, rewar- it's uh, rewards that, that engages teams. And are you guys able to give out PFP at the end of the month again now? Cause, uh, uh, we're, we're getting there, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we will. Right. Yeah, because so it's, it's, an it's an important part to get to, to where we need. To incentivize. Yeah, and, and to where we need to get to. Right. And I, and I remember you guys had in the past actually uh, lowered the – the weekly hour requirement yeah. to earn the PFP, correct? And now that's back up to normal. It's back up now to forty-four hours. Okay. I mean, let's face it. We're, we're, you know, Kevin often says we're like farmers. We we make hay while the sun shines, and the uh-huh. sun is shining for the yeah. most part. Yeah. So we need to up the hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need people working, and uh, this is part of the incentive. So you know, at the same time, we are running into a couple of things that we also noticed. Everybody's busy now, Carter. Even the smallest construction company is extremely busy. And so that brings forth, again, 
poaching season. Your 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 employees will get you know get taken away from your company by a couple of dollars. Mm-hmm. So we realize quickly that we need to even though it is tough times, we need to look at the wages of the crews and make sure that people are being paid accordingly and that they're, that, there's eno- that they're getting enough that they will stay where they're at and they won't get drawn away by some offer from some company who in a few months will drop them regardless. Right. But and they I'm, just happen to be busy I'm now. I'm curious if you guys have considered a uh, maybe getting ahead of that have you ever thought about potentially trying to get ahead of that and telling your painters and field managers, hey, if you have a job that if you have an offer from someone else, mm-hmm. come to come talk to me. Yeah. If somebody if somebody tries to approach you and offer you a job for two dollars more an hour, three dollars more an hour, hour, yeah. talk to me and just promise me you'll have a conversation before yes. they do before you do that's, something. That's like actually that. a very good point to do is is to get ahead of it that way. How so? Once once a week we meet with the field manager. Mm-hmm. And we do reviews of, we go through all the employees. And there's questions like that asked, like, are they happy? Um, you know, how are they doing? Do they, you know, is it, are they culturally a good fit for the company? Do they seem that they're happy here every day? And the field manager is able to give us a good enough vibe as to whether the employee is happy and right. staying where he's at. Right. But, but again, that's why we do the wage review at that particular time, because we... Money is only skin in the game. I get it. There's a lot of other factors that makes your job happy, but at the same time, people need to live, and you need to make sure that they're being paid the the normal wage that you should be getting paid yeah. for the job that they're doing. Right. You don't want somebody getting underpaid because that's an easy take. Right. And here's the thing: you only have yourself to blame. You've only yourself to blame yeah. then. And the thing about it is, you find yourself being. If you don't do that, you're one of these companies that trains the guy. Teaches him everything he knows, and then your competition steals him away. Dreaded. Dreaded. Dreaded situation. Dreaded situation. So in terms of moving forward, you mentioned that there is a plan to continue to try to hire people, get more feet on mm-hmm. the street. So where are you guys in terms of feet on the street now, and, and we're, where, where we're, do you think you could end actually, up? We're, we're not too bad. We're nearly back. We're not fully back, but we're, we're probably – we need about 15 more guys at least. Okay more new employees. But you know, to get 15, you need to interview like 50, right. 60 right. to get 15, maybe more. Uh-huh. But we're constantly interviewing. And we feel that in another month or so, like this, the unemployment situation that we have now with the bonus is going to end. You know, So I think a lot of people will ride that out till that ends and then they're going to go, I need a job. And we're hoping that we get some good um, applicants coming in, people that worked in different companies that, you know, like I'll give you an example. Um, last week, we had a guy come in in a suit <laughs> and he came in to, um, he came in for a, a regular interview and turns out that he, he, he managed people, uh, but his job's gone. And we're thinking, you know, higher attitude and trained skill we could probably teach him to paint but we probably he's probably a manager is yeah. what he is you know what i mean and that's always a, that's a very hard skill to find in people um a manager that can a person that can manage people uh kevin always says it's easier to take a manager and teach him how to paint than it is to take a painter and teach him how to manage and yeah. it's true 
So we're well, hoping and, we get. And the, the beauty of that is people that are spending time actually doing the process with the management qualities yeah. natu- that naturally come to them or that they've worked on, those people are just now going to become even better managers than they would be in the first place yes. because they can put themselves in the shoes of the people exactly. who are who they're managing. Yes. Um, they and if they're ever speaking to a customer about anything, they can they know yeah. the process. I mean, the process. way back when Nolan Painting started, hard maybe hard to believe Kevin Nolan was actually there with a paintbrush. Yes. And I'm sure that's done wonders for him mm-hmm. to be able to lead and talk to people who are now doing that yes. and talk to customers. He understands the process. He's yeah. not just somebody who invested money in a painting no. business. No, he understands the whole process. Um, so so, so getting, getting there in terms of what your max feet on the street will be uh, for the rest of the for – the, for 2020. Yeah. Um, so the last thing I want to hit on with you is that we know after spending some time away from the office – there might be some rust, particularly getting people back into the habit of going through the same systems and processes that they were going through. Yes. What has that process been like to make sure that the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, nothing gets overlooked or slips through the cracks, yeah. uh, or at least no more than it normally would? Yes. <laughs> so, you, you know, repetition is everything. And so guys were in, in systems. Uh, we're big about, as everybody knows, we're a system-driven company. We have our processes. Good companies have really good processes, and they stick by them. That's their that's the rudder that brings them through life, and gets them to where they need to go. And so you t- you stop for six weeks. Um, people come back. Some guys jumped right into where they were at. Others not so much. Um, I guess one of the things that I w- that we were that I was watching anyway as a supervisor was making sure that our systems were in line with that that we just weren't. Uh, focused on productivity and revenue because that's well, all well we need to make money and we need to pay bills and we, we owe money however you need your systems to come with it because at the end of the day you did make a promise to the customer you know and um, so you have to fulfill that and, and a lot of that promise is fulfilled with systems and again I hate to say it but it's, it's, it's all down to protecting the brand you know so you be careful that your systems don't take, aren't sitting in the back seat for the ride in this case. So I did actually, funny, funny to put it that when you asked that question, Carter, I, I in one day found three safety, viola- you know, things that were happening that were not our system and when it came to how we handle the job safely. And in one day I found three and it, it, it kind of freaked me out a little bit. And I remember sitting back looking going, how did that happen? And then it just dawned on me, why? These guys have been away from our systems for six weeks. So right. in the absence of systems, what happens? People come up with their own system, and it's never yours. Right. So it, it just all it required was shine the light on it. So we shone the light on it very quickly. I contacted those field managers where I found it, and I said, you need to deal with this now. What's, uh, the, what's the saying? The people run the systems, and the systems run the business? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, so... I imagine that is still going to be a continuing effort for you. It's oh yes. I mean, you guys do have a great training program, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's unfamiliar territory no. to have to train people. It's just a matter of retraining some people. Re- I would imagine so we revisited our our systems to make sure that's happening. That's happening every day in one way or another. Um, other things that ha- that that I think were very important. So our Wednesday morning meeting, our once a week meeting uh, with the crew leaders and the field managers and everything, that is back in action again. 
and that, and that that has that meeting has returned, and that's that's comforting to the guys because that is something that they grew up with in Nolan Painting. We have a Wednesday morning meeting where you're held accountable to everything you did all week. You know, and um, so that started again on Wednesday, and it's it was always a great communication center for um, meetings and for to get your you know to get things cascaded down through the crew. So if we had something, those field managers and crew leaders are there, and you know we would often say, write this down and make sure this gets cascaded down, that everybody knows that this is what we're expecting or this is what we want to happen. You know, simple little things like forty-four hours are back on. Right. You know, those those are the those are the things that this this meeting was is very important for to get it delivered down. So um, field manager meetings are back on once a week. We meet with one field manager just to view his crew. Um, orientations back, you know, because we we did hire, hire and yeah. we're hiring again. Um, and I think we're st- as we start to scale up. This is part of the scaling up companies that are on the rebound again, scale up fast. And I think we're in a great position to do that. Excellent. Connell, I really appreciate you coming and talking to us Thank and you. shedding a little light into the update on Nolan Painting. I'm sure that we will have you back on sometime very soon to get another update from you. Right. Thank you Best very much. Best of luck with everything. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm located outside Philadelphia, PA. Have a question, comment, or idea for future episodes? We'd like to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.